0: Hello there. Welcome to Inspired a Galaxy.
1: In this segment of the ORP, we discuss the artists and stories that inspired us and hope that they inspire you.
0: And now we present the episode. Today, we are going to be discussing Arthur Lipset's uh, short abstract film, 2187 and how it inspired george lucas and the star wars galaxy but first brian you are kind of an expert on film so uh could you tell us and our our listeners what an abstract film is
1: uh yeah for sure so actually i looked up the kind of definition of it which varies a little bit depending on on where you look because I knew of abstract film just that it was, you know, it just just a movie. It didn't really have any sort of like narrative structure. It didn't have, you know, any sort of central theme to it. So, yeah, literally, it's just very abstract. So um, let's see. So a- according to this source I pulled, um, it says an abstract film or absolute film is a subgenre of experimental film and a form of abstract art. Abstract films are non-narrative, contain no acting, and do not attempt to reference reality or concrete subjects. They rely on the unique qualities of motion, rhythm, light, and composition inherent in the technical medium of cinema to create an emotional experience. Um so if you've ever um seen something like referred to as as some sort of like, you know, tone poem or like moving poem or something like that, this is really kind of what this is more it's not really meant to to tell a story or make you feel any sort of certain way other than just the way that it makes you feel it's very interpretive
0: yeah i think that's a really good um definition that really fits this uh 2187 and it is a short film it's available to watch on youtube it's 9 minutes and 33 seconds and is produced by the national film board of canada you know, so good for them, eh?
1: Uh. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Good for them, eh?
0: Yeah. And so uh, how Lipstick kind of created this is uh, I mean, he said this, like, we'll have to take him on his word. Like, he took discarded footage uh, found in the editing room of the National Film Board, where he was employed as an animator. And then he kind of put in some of his own black and white 16 millimeter footage uh, that he shot in Montreal and New York city, you know, and then kind of like put some random sounds to it. Like there is even a part where I'm like, is this person throwing up? And then I'm like, Oh, they are. That's great. (laughs) You know, like, so did I connect with every instance in this like overwhelmingly like not all the time you know but I think it's still an interesting uh film that kind of gets you thinking about things and um I I don't know like I always like find it interesting and enjoyable when I watch it you know like do I watch it all the time no but Mm -hmm. I feel better for watching it like it's free on YouTube and did you know like this is actually it came out 60 years ago?
1: Uh yeah, that's right. Uh just uh did that math right before we started uh recording here, but yeah, it came out in 1963 and um yeah, it was very I don't know, kind of kind of influential in this world of of abstract film. Um, you know, like it, it got a lot of people um, you know, to, to look at abstract film in sort of a, a different way. And, um, you know, kind of the reason that, that we're talking about it today is because it caught the attention of George Lucas and kind of inspired him, you know, which was, you know, kind of the, the foundation for the inspired galaxy thing or the inspired galaxy, you know, series that we do, right. Is to, to find things that identify us to identify, uh, you know, people that, you know, we, you know, respect our work and things like that and um this was really influential to to a lot of people but yeah obviously george lucas the big one uh here you know from our from our star wars brains but yeah it's uh it, it's a really interesting interesting look and it, it comes in it's what, like nine minutes and 33 seconds that you go and it's yeah it's basically just a <laughs> just a composite of, of different images like you'd said cassie it's just uh scraps from the cutting room floor with uh laid over there's some Uh, some people just, uh, (laughs) saying things and then just the sounds and like a soundscape. It's, it's very surreal, but I don't know. It's very, uh, I don't know, kind of calming in a way, but also frantic in a way. I don't, I don't know. It makes me, it, (laughs) you get, you You definitely get your own kind of feeling yeah exactly like there's a part in the middle of of the film where the cuts start to speed up and like that makes you feel different than than the way they're going before i don't know it's it's a very interesting piece
0: yeah it kind of gets you thinking about like do images like make us feel a certain way because like we're kind of like subconsciously like things are edited to be that way you know and like Mm -hmm. do we respond to sounds like uh if they don't match to like maybe the images we're used to uh so it kind of like can get you thinking about how you think it it is very meta you know um but yeah 2187 had a big influence on uh george lucas when he was in film school he watched it i think like 30 times
1: yeah, and I've got the um the Tashin the Star Wars archives here for episodes four, five, and six, um by Paul Duncan. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read here what um you know kind of the section about this. So kind of in the in the notes here it says Lucas saw the short film Twenty One Eighty Seven by Arthur Lipset, which is a collage comprised of Lipset sixty millimeter footage, discarded footage from the National Film Board of Canada, and an audio overlay of speeches and sounds. Um, And then George Lucas goes on to say, I saw that film 20 or 30 times. I loved it. I said, that's the kind of movie I want to make. A very off-the-wall, abstract kind of film. I wanted to make abstract films that are emotional. It was really where I was at, and I think that's one reason I started calling most of my USC movies by numbers. Um, And then, yeah, so George Lucas went on then to uh, do you know a few of these um you know kind of experimental uh types of films uh, so he did uh <laughs> he did one of a race car that was uh, driving around in a circle he did one um that was called freiheit which is uh, german for freedom um and it's you know just a bunch of these kind of more experimental um, you know, kind of films that that he was making there as a student at USC uh, before ultimately going on to make, um, you know, his student film THX 1138. Um, but yeah, all of that kind of creativity and what really drove uh, George Lucas to be interested in making films in the first place came came from this, you know, nine minutes and 33 seconds that Arthur Lipset put together 2187.
0: Yeah. And is a student film electronic labyrinth uh THX 4 eb uh which later became uh THX 1138 you know took place in 2187 and it i believe like it's it's shown in it's kind of like a little bit of an easter egg number uh Twenty one eighty seven, because of course it's uh, uh Princess Leia's prison cell on the Death Star uh is twenty one eighty seven, and then in the sequel trilogy uh Finn's stormtrooper designation is FN two one eight seven, and uh, it's uh, kind of like a a nod to to that number as well, and then the in the prequel trilogy it's kind of a little bit hidden. But uh, in Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, the order to initiate uh the Great Jedi Purge, Order sixty six, can be found from subtracting twenty one from eighty seven. So we did math there for you. So.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. that's right. We go uh, go above and beyond. But but yeah, this um this film was very like I said influential to George Lucas. It really kind of you know cast upon him what he wanted to do. Um with film right it wasn't always this idea that he was going to have this giant you know space opera that was this behemoth you know he wanted to to tell these these things almost you know um like poems that he wanted to to put out in in the world and you know george lucas is always really interested in that. really interested in animation and um you know drew a lot of inspiration from 2187 um and that's where kind of the concept of the force comes from it's from this line uh that is you know, within, um, in this film. So, uh, one of, uh, so I'm going to read the line here. So Roman Crowater, uh, is the, the person that reads the line within, within the film here, but, um, the line is many people feel that in the contemplation of nature and in communication with other living things, they become aware of some kind of force or something behind this apparent mask which we see in front of us and they call it god um so so that line there's some kind of force that is that's literally where george lucas got the force and the idea for the force
0: yeah and i mean not only is it really cool because of the star wars like force connection but like this literally happened 60 years ago uh and uh this was recorded this conversation between Cory Tor and Warren Sturgis McCullough, um, who was an artificial intelligence guru, like in 1963 and like, we're literally seeing like, you know, AI today. So, um, like back in the day, like this was all kind of like, maybe like, you know, kind of like abstract thinking and stuff. But, um, I I'm quoting, uh, um, Kreuter's Wikipedia page it says, disagreeing with McCullough's assertion that humans are nothing more than highly complex machines, Croyter argued, many people feel that in the contemplation of nature and in communication with other living things, they become aware of some kind of force or something behind this apparent mask, which we see in front of us and they call it God. Uh, just because it's a really cool line, like I know you said it, but like just in case, like our listeners missed it, like. You got it twice, so. um, That's right. I don't know, like, that's kind of like the the tension in Star Wars is like uh, the tension between like kind of machines, like the machines which can be like, you know, like machine type of thinking, just kind of like uh, doing things because you're told to, uh, the technology, you know, and then like kind of like finding your own organic path you know and like connecting with what's real you know Mm -hmm. so there's always that tension in star wars so it's like it's kind of interesting like how much uh maybe 2187 really did impact george lucas you know just like from this one little line like uh because we're able to like it's the force is literally named and we have that uh mechanical and organic tension like what do you think? Uh, is there anything else that you can kind of see that influenced Star Wars in there?
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, from from kind of this one, you know, simple line of this of this film that he watched over and over again, um, you get that idea. Of the implementation of the Force, which actually was called in the first few um, iterations of the you know the drafts of Star Wars, was uh, the Force of others before um, ultimately being, you know shortened to to just the force but um i really like the idea of of this line i'm <laughs> you know we've uh you know gone through it a couple of of times there but it, it really is um you know kind of like just like the the film itself the abstract film this line is very open to interpretation as you know is the force is it is it is something physical is it something that's good is it something that's bad is it you know something that is within all of us is it around all of us is um you know for for good or evil but it's it's just something that you know people can identify within themselves within their surroundings within <laughs> within their world um and i think that that idea really kind of hammered into to george lucas that it you know it was less of of a deity even though you know the line goes on to you know people call this force god it it was less of a a deity sort of thing as just kind of a an always present uh, force uh, an always present uh thing that was you know just surrounding everything and i think that he he really kind of you know liked that idea um and obviously he's using it to to give his characters you know some kind of agency some sort of um, spirituality propelling things through um, you know this this space opera that he's writing
0: yeah it's kind of like a spirituality or even just like a a way of being that i think like everyone in the world can get behind no matter where uh, where they're from or like what belief system what belief system or non-belief system they they uh adhere to you know um and it's, it's kind of funny because when you, like, it is a simple sentence he's saying, but it kind of like he's describing concepts that are kind of ineffable or, like, indescribable, you know? And it's, like, because machines are kind of ones and zeros and, like, you know, like, humans have neurons and stuff. And sometimes it's, like, did I choose to move my arm or, like, did my arm move itself and I I thought it later, you know, like what's happening, you know, but then there's like parts of life that, you know, uh, and nature and like being around other people that, uh, make you feel more whole and it feels magical, you know, like, and maybe undefinable you know like and maybe we can't find the answer like are we fully machine are we fully you know like organic you know maybe there's a balance you know but it gets you thinking and um and we have to kind of make sense of that tension you know and AI literally exists nowadays, you know, like how is that going to impact us? Like, are we still going to be human, you know, like when we're surrounded by machines that kind of think like us, you know, like maybe that's a little dark, but (laughs) it's just like, it's, it's, it's interesting to me that this film, it's a short nine minute, 33 second, you know, abstract film coming out of canada you know uh and it inspired one of like the most successful movie series of all time and um it kind of like touches on artificial intelligence and all that like 60 years before now like so i just (laughs) think that's cool
1: (laughs) yeah it is it is very cool and kind of where this line gets its power because George Lucas goes on to to say you know in a a few interviews you know that the that you know kind of that statement really resonated with him because it felt very present to right now but it was similar to you know things that people had been saying you know since the you know the dawn of mankind right since we have been able to begin you know communicating um this way you know people have had these similar ideas and feelings and i think that within the confines of the film 2187 why this line is so particularly powerful and and moving um as you're watching the movie is because that line's being played over you know just an abstract set of, of images and you know you know, moving moving pictures, right? There's no like rhyme or reason to it, which is which is kind of partly unnerving, but also partly beautiful that it's this, you know, this thing that's encompassing everything, you know, it it doesn't have to make sense and it doesn't have to have to line up, but you feel kind of that string that's you know weaving its way uh through this thing. Um, you know, even through the the chaos of you know, this abstract film.
0: Yeah. And I'm glad that George Lucas saw it and I'm glad that I saw it even without the connections to, um, George Lucas and star Wars. I think it's still worth seeing and thinking about and, um, yeah, like, like we said, you can find it on YouTube, uh, for free. Like, I'm sure you can find it elsewhere, you know, um. Is there anything else you think people should know about 2187 that we didn't cover?
1: Uh, No, I think that, um, yeah, if you have any sort of interest in, in this, or, you know, kind of where the, the mythos of Star Wars got started, I mean, you know, certainly you can read through any of the the Star Wars timeline books, and it's going to give you a bunch of, you know, inspiration that that George took, you know, from from Buck Rogers, you know, serial adventures to you know, Kurosawa films, and um, you know, the the friends that he was making at USC. But um, you know, something as as simple as this i think really kind of gets into the to the mindset of george lucas especially if you're one to kind of go back and look at um you know his student films and things like that i, I think it's a, a very worthwhile nine minutes and 33 seconds which you know is not always the case with abstract film uh you know because certainly so, <laughs> abstract films are not,
0: long. <laughs>
1: sometimes yeah they are they are not created equally for sure but yeah this this one's good and it gets you it gets you feeling and even if you're you know thrown off buy it if you know abstract film is something that you're not you're not used to um you should watch it it's it's similar to going to a museum and just going up in front of a painting and some and they speak to you differently and that's kind of the purpose of this so yeah give it a watch give it a try and let us know what you think
0: yeah and uh maybe it's more poignant to say more than ever you know after our discussion but may the force be with you Inspired a Galaxy is an imprint of the ORP and can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts, as well as everywhere else that Anchor Podcasts are distributed.
1: And you can connect with the ORP on Twitter. It's at Pod. And if you want to connect with me on Instagram, it's at Astro underscore Droid underscore.
0: And the ORP and Inspired a Galaxy podcasts Patreon can be found under www.patreon.com forward slash older public podcast.
1: The Inspired a Galaxy theme was composed by Alistair Shorman. Alistair can be found at alistairsounds.wixsite.com forward slash Alistair Sounds.
0: This episode of Inspired a Galaxy has been brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. May the force be with you.